You are my rock, my king, the, the source of my being. You are the center of my existence. Your name is Jehovah. Jehovah El Olam. Jehovah El Elohi Israel. Jehovah Sid Kenu. Jehovah Mekadishkem. Jehovah Rohi. Jehovah Ra. Jehovah Rohe. Jehovah Rofeka. My king, you are. And I will praise you forever and ever and ever. And I will worship you forever and ever and ever. 
If you have a wife, if you have a husband, if you have a child, if you have children, if you have siblings, if you have parents, for anyone you have, you have cousins, you have uncles, you have aunties, you have loved ones, in-laws, give praise, give praise, give praise to the Lord for their lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you. We're grateful. Lord, from grateful hearts, we say thank you. Accept these things. Accept these praises that we offer unto you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. We live in thanks. We live in thanks. It is who we are. It must be who defines you. It must be what defines you. Hallelujah. There are days you set out to pray, but you find yourself, all you're doing is to worship and to praise him and to give thanks. That's all you are doing. And to worship and to praise because that should be who we are. We, we, we can't recount the totality of the goodness of the Lord to us. If you can, can you raise your hand up? If you can recount the totality of the goodness of the Lord unto you, then raise up your hand. Let me see that you are very special and unique and different from the rest of us. The truth of the matter is man is finite. We only know as much as we, as we know. We only remember as much as we remember. There are many things we forget. Because when comfort comes, you forget. You were going through the storm. You were calling upon him. The storm is now over. You gave thanks once. You even came to church for Thanksgiving. You did it once. And that closed that chapter. <laughs> and that was a storm that should have had eternal consequences upon your life, upon your future, upon your destiny. Listen, Thanksgiving should be who we are. I don't have much time anymore, but today I, I want to share on what I've called powered by the Spirit. Let me to appreciate uh, this wonderful man. Together with his team, amen. Minister Babatumishe Agwola. Thank you for being a blessing always. He's a young man that I have great respect for. I thank God for the grace of God upon your life. And your dear wife, Busayo, Busayo, run away, Busayo. You came, you took her away. You know, when she wasn't regular anymore in church, we knew that something was going on. Anyway, thank God it's a good thing that's going on. And uh, we all are together in Christ. To God alone be all the glory. Hallelujah. Powered by the Spirit. When you're powered by something, it means uh, there is a supply of power from that thing. So to be powered by something is to be supplied with power by that thing. We're talking about the spirit of God. When you're powered by something, you are given impetus to be able to do something. So there is a driving force behind you. The believer in Christ must be powered by the spirit of, of the Lord. The believer in Christ is designed to be powered by the spirit of the Lord. Amen. So there's a driving force overseeing your affairs as the believer in Christ. It must be, it should be, it was designed to be the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, we see straight away, uh, you know, the illustration of something that began for the New Testament church. Acts 1 8, it says, but you shall receive power. So what do we receive when the Holy Ghost comes upon us? What do we receive? Now, what did we receive when the Holy Ghost came upon us? Now, what do you think runs our lives? Power. Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses 
unto me wherever you are and from where you are. You shall be witness unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, to the uttermost parts of, of the world. So from your immediate, you will be witnesses unto me to wherever I take you to the uttermost parts of the earth. You will be witnesses unto me by your words, by your lifestyle, by your deeds, by your profession, by your occupation, by your vocation. You'll be witnesses unto me because the power of the Holy Spirit is what energizes you. Is somebody still with me this morning? Somebody say, I'm powered by the Spirit of God. I'm powered by the Holy Spirit. I want us to read a couple of scriptures. Amen. Powered by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God, don't forget, is the Spirit of power. Numbers, first scripture, Numbers chapter 24, from verse 4 to 5. I just want to bring out some things from the scriptures. Numbers 24, from verse 4 to 5. Oh, okay, let's do from verse 2 to 5. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And saw Israel camping tribe by tribe. And the Spirit of God came upon him. What came upon him? The power of the Spirit of the Lord. The power of the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament is the person of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Is one. God in the Old Testament is Jehovah God in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ and his appearances in the Old are still Jesus Christ in the New. Amen. The Bible is one complete book and revelation about the person of Jehovah, the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Okay, and Balaam lifted up his eyes and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he took up his discourse and said, the oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, when the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you, your ears open, your eyes open, your utterance changes, hallelujah. That was what happened to Balaam. What he had in mind was different. What he wanted to do was to curse Israel, but when that power came upon him, it changed everything he planned to do. The power influences you. It directs everything about you. Get into the power of the Holy Ghost. Flow in the power of the Holy Ghost. Powered by the Spirit. Guess what? You want to praise God when the Holy Ghost anoints you to praise him. You do it with grace. Hallelujah. They think you are mad. They think you are crazy. You know some young people who are doing some things here. Don't try it at home if you are above 50. Hallelujah. They were kneeling down. They were still. You understand? <laughs> Don't try it at home if you are above 60. There are some things you don't try when you're above 70. Hallelujah. You just move to the rhythm, all right? Yeah. Oh, you're wonderful. Hallelujah. You know, because they say there is something about Ijuagba. Ijuagba is what? Help me. Help me. The Jelenke does not have an English word. So you, you Jelenke it. Hallelujah. Amen. That is, you move to the rhythm. Praise God. You know, thank God for black people. We understand rhythm. When you see a white person and they are playing music and he's jumping like this, the jumping has no bearing with the rhythm. But you see black Americans, even when they are listening to African music, they understand the rhythm, man. Oh, I know he's in us. God created us to praise him. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Amen. Okay, let's read on. Let's read on. So the oracle of Balaam, the son of Beor, the oracle of a man whose eyes open, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, when the power of the Holy Ghost is upon us, we see beyond the natural realm. Hmm. And so his mission changed that day. Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, 
saying not by might nor by power but by my spirit see the Lord it's not going to be by your physical ability your, it's not going to be by your physical might or power it's going to be by my ability by my potentiality by, by, the, by the totality of my person in other words so the Holy Spirit or the power of the Holy Spirit is the totality of the ability the attributes the potentialities of Jehovah God hallelujah when he's living in you God is living in you amen in his richness in his glory in his power in his might and ability that's who is in you so stop looking down on yourself and stop shortchanging yourself many Christians shortchange themselves I have no man what about the Holy Spirit why not ask him to show you what to do why not ask him to teach you where to go why not ask him to direct you hello church Okay, so not by might, not by power, but by might, we say the Lord of hosts. Let's read that same scripture and the amplified, the amplified classic. Then he said to me, the addition of the bowl to the candlestick. Let's read again, let's read. Then he said to me, the addition of the bowl to the candlestick, causing it to yield a ceaseless supply of oil from, from the olive tree. The anointing oil. The anointing oil is not palm oil, as we have come to know it. It's not vegetable oil. It's not cotton seed oil. It comes from where? The olive tree. From the days of the Old Testament. When, when, when the Lord was given Moses the specifications for the ointment of the apothecary, it was olive oil. Now see what Amplified is saying. Then he said to me, the addition of, of the bowl. So there was a candlestick, but there was a bowl connected to the candlestick. Causing the candlestick to have a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees. So there were olive trees connected to the bowl, supplying the bowl. And the bowl was feeding the candlestick with oil. What was happening to the candlestick? It was giving up what? Light. 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 Illumination. And that supply of oil, with all the elements described there, go back there, with all the elements described there, was what? Ceaseless. Do you understand what's going on? Ceaseless. There was a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees to the candlestick ultimately. And when the Lord showed Zechariah, that vision, he gave him the interpretation of that vision. What was it? This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel saying, it is not by might, human might, or by power, human power, but by my spirit. What I've showed you is the workings of my spirit. There is a film called Thriller. How many people remember? They even said it was 40 years ago that uh, Michael Jackson released something. You know? Thriller. How many remember Thriller? You know, Michael Jackson's song. You are doing as if you've never been unbelievers before. Come off it. Amen. There, is, there was so, he did a movie called Thriller. And they showed Thriller, you know, how they used to dance. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember, you know. And then they, need, they did another one, The Making of Thriller. In The Making of Thriller, those things that were looking very horrible and very frightening, we now saw how they... they they came up with a skeleton. They came up with the broken and, and so on and so on. The making of Trilla. So the making of Trilla gave us insight into how Trilla was made. When we say the Holy Spirit, we don't understand the background story. We don't understand the background workings. So what God showed Zerubbabel, or what he showed Zechariah to tell Zerubbabel was the background, how it works. 
there is oil flowing from the throne of grace. It is ceaseless in its supply and it brightens you. It illuminates you. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness apprehended it not. Whether you use comprehend or apprehend, you are correct. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it, cannot understand it, cannot, dis cannot, cannot decode it. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot apprehend it, cannot take hold of it. You are that light and your supply is ceaseless. It is coming from the throne. It is by the Holy Ghost, the one who powers you. Guess what? Not only does he power your person, he powers everything you lay hands upon. He powers your undertakings. Listen, listen, listen. There, you know, a source of power influences uh, everything that happens. Your power source directs what, what happens. Now, now, if your power source is petrol or, or gas or, or diesel or, or, or solar from the sun or wind from the wind or water, do you know all those things exist first in their natural state, either as hydrocarbons or as natural resources like water? Water is not an hydrocarbon. They occur in their natural state. But for man to benefit from them, man has to refine them. Technology will be deployed. Hydrocarbons will be broken down. There's something they call fractional distillation. How many people remember ordinary level chemistry? Don't say, sorry, I did history. Don't forget, you did chemistry as well. Hallelujah. There's something called fractional distillation. And they will break it down. And they will break it down. And then you start seeing the compounds coming out, coming out. And the elements coming out, coming out, coming out. Man will walk on it. To refine it so that it can be of use and benefit to man. Because when it occurs in its natural state, it is of no benefit to man. The Holy Spirit is another source of power. It's the power that regulates every other power. It does not need refining. It does not require human intervention. You don't need to subject the Holy Ghost to fractional distillation. It exists in its raw form, in its pure form, unadulterated. You can't adulterate it. It is the power that fires the life of a believer. It fires your business. Fires your academic pursuits. Fires your marriage. Who is with me this morning? The Holy Ghost is that power that fires you. Hallelujah. And the source of power determines the functionality, the performance, the efficiency of any system or any component. So you are as effective as your source of power. Amen. L listen, listen. So a mechanical component or an electrical component will require power of electrical nature or power that is uh, refined, that is uh, synthetic, not occurring in its natural form to power it. So our generators will require whether petrol, whether diesel, whether gas to power them. Hallelujah. Because uh, the equipment they are to power are made by man. So it requires <laughs> human human uh, uh, elements or compounds to power them. What about your spirit? What about your spirit? What about your spirit? The human spirit. Is the human spirit natural? Question. Is the human spirit natural? The human spirit is not natural. If it were to be natural, when we die, our spirits will die. Our spirits don't die. Because spirits can never die. Our bodies will die. <laughs> but our spirits will never die. Our minds 
embedded in our spirits will be active as long as our spirits are active. I hope you understand that. Just consider the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Their bodies were dead. The body of a rich man was dead. The body of Lazarus was dead. In hell, who did he see? Father Abraham. Did they live at the same time? No. How did they recognize him? His spirit picked up the spirit of Abraham. Hallelujah. Job 32 verse 8. But there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Is somebody still with me? So he recognized that was Father Abraham. And he, of course he recognized Lazarus because uh, they were like contemporaries. They died around the same time. Hallelujah. <laughs> but the body was dead, but the spirit was alive. And the mind walking in the spirit could recognize, could recognize, could understand, could reason. So he could say, let Lazarus go back and warn my brothers so that they won't end up here. That was reason speaking through the mind. Hmm. So man is a spirit. It requires a spiritual form of energy to power the spirit of man. Our generators will run on petrol and gas and diesel. Your spirit will run on the power of the Holy Spirit. If your spirit is not open to the spirit of God, you can't operate optimally. You can't operate effectively. Life will be a struggle and a drag continually. May your spirits open up to the power of the Holy Spirit from today. From today. Hallelujah. 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 So in Acts chapter 13, I don't have time again. In Acts chapter 13, something happened. You know, Paul and, uh, and Barnabas were just separated for the work whereunto the Lord had called them. Because uh, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me, Saul and Barnabas, Acts 13, for the work whereunto I have called them. So they were empowered for the work. And they began to go. And they, they first went to the regions. Uh, the first regions there, uh, Seleucia and so on, were the parts where Barnabas came from. Charity begins from home. Amen. So he first covered those regions with Apostle Paul. And finally, they got to a place called the Isle of Paphos. When they got to the Isle of Paphos, they saw the consul or the man in charge of that island. His name was uh, Sergius Paulus. And there was a sorcerer there whose name was Bar-Jesus. Jesus, wanting to look like Jesus, but not Jesus. The devil does not have anything original. The devil is not original. Amen. All he can do is to imitate. All he wants to do is to copy. And the original and the copy are never the same. The original and the copy can never be the same. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is called original because it retains every form and shred of originality and authenticity. Hallelujah. It is called a knockoff. You know, knockoff. Fake, no, they knockoff. Ah, Pastor, see this, my perfume. It's designer. It's designer. Why I sell? It's designer. And I saw somebody who said he bought why I sell. He bought his own for 150,000 naira. Honestly, I bought this one on the bridge. And the guy sold it for 3,000. Oh, sold it for 3,000 naira. But anytime you spray it, you are the only one who perceives this. <laughs> By the time you walk out of the room, that's the end. The bottle, the same design. The logo, the same design. Everything, the same design. <laughs> but <laughs> the man who uses the original one, by the time the clothes are dirty and ready to go to the dry cleaner or the washerman, the perfume is still there. At times, they bring it back. They've ironed it. The fragrance is still there. 
Ah, there's a difference between, <laughs> you get it. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Back to my point. So by Jesus was there. He was a magician. He was using sorcery to deceive the people. And they were giving him recognition. And Paul and Barnabas got to the region. And he withstood them. He withstood them. Is it in your Bible? Can you bring it up? Acts chapter 13. Can you go to verse 4 or something? Can he withstood them. Acts 13. Acts 13. So they've been sent for by the Holy Ghost. Departed from Cilicia. And from then they sailed to Cyprus. Please go on. Yes. And when they were at Salamis, they Yes, go on. Yes. And unto Isle of Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew, whose name was Bad Jesus, Fake Jesus, yes, which was the deputy of a country, Sergius Paulus, a prudent man who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. Yes. But Elimas, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them. That's where I'm going. What did he do? He withstood them. He said, you won't preach here. If I see you here, I will deal with you. Was that what he did? To withstand them. How did he withstand them? Okay. Everybody is quiet. The answer is in that verse. But Elimas the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them. How did he withstand them? You know, you don't say, how did he withstood them? Otaboniel. How did he withstand them? Sorcery. Who was he? He was a sorcerer. So what did he use? He used what he had. He used who he was. He used enchantments. He used divination. At times we read the Bible and we fail to see some details. When Jehu, the son of Nimshi, was going to the house of, of, Jero, uh, of uh, Jeroboam, or, yeah, was it Jer or Ahab, was going to the house of Ahab to destroy Jezebel. The Bible says, uh, they told Jezebel that, Jehu is coming. She went in. What did she do? She painted her face. And she now came outside and said, is that you, Nimshi? The one who has come to destroy his uh, master. She went and painted her face. You think it was fashion? You think it was fashion? So she could, she could uh, deceive uh, uh, or seduce uh, somebody who had come to kill her. That was not fashion. That was divination. That was enchantment. Uh, she, she went and robbed it. And people still use it up to today. You are a bank manager. A customer will come. Put on the powder. This one is not Mac NW15. This one is not uh, whatever those names are. Medicaid. It's not Medicaid. This one is enchantment. No. And the person is smiling. You think they are smiling at you? They are not smiling at you. They are using enchantment on you. She wants to kill you. She wants to destroy you. You better be wise. And be powered by the spirit of the Lord. He used sorcery to withstand the apostles. Paul said, he, me, me, you, he war. When, when the conversation or the narrative goes, he, me, he war, something is about to happen. Me, you, something is about to happen. Guess what? Paul spoke and the release of the power of God is in the word of God. The release of the power of the Holy Ghost is from the word of God. Oh, thou fool of all subtlety, thou child of wickedness, thou enemy of righteousness. He says, will thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? <laughs> so what happened? Verse 11, let's go there. Let's read together, church. And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. Immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness. Of course, you know the next thing I want to say. Do you know how that is put in the Yoruba Bible? That mist and that darkness. Oh, wushu, wushu. 
Owusu wushu. Till now I don't know the meaning, but I know the Owusu wushu came upon the man immediately because a man who is proud by the spirit is a dangerous man. Hallelujah. You are that person. You are a dangerous man to the realm of darkness. But when you begin to identify with that realm, you are like them already. Let them know we are different. We are different. So whereas there is a natural man, don't forget that there is a spiritual man. The natural man is powered by the flesh and the senses. The spiritual man is powered by the spirit of a living God. And guess what? You lack nothing when you are powered by the Holy Spirit. Uh, Pastor, you say powered by the spirit. But uh, the law of thermodynamics, I must read that one. That one is not uh, spiritual. That one is mental. That one is mental. That one is about reason. That one is about logic. Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1. Let's read. Can you bring it up in the English Standard Version? Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1. What people do not realize is that the potentialities of the Holy Spirit cover the spiritual and the mental realm. Hallelujah. Are we there? There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse and a branch from his roots. Yes, verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon that one that the prophet was talking about. And that was the Messiah. The spirit of wisdom. Is wisdom spiritual? Yes. Is it mental? Yes. And understanding. Is understanding spiritual? Yes. Is it mental? Yes. Does it cover reason? Yes. Does it cover logic? Yes. Does it cover science? Another word for science is knowledge. Yes. The spirit of counsel. Seek counsel. Is it spiritual? Yes. Is it mental? Yes. And might. That one is physical. The spirit of knowledge. That one is Mental again, and the fear of the Lord. So, there is nothing you lose by planning or tending to the power of the Holy Spirit. So, to be powered by the Spirit of God, number one, partner with the Holy Spirit. Partner with the Holy Spirit. How do you partner with the Holy Spirit? Involve Him always. Be close to Him. Be conscious of His presence always. Always. Have you lost something before? And you were looking for it. You were very frantic in looking for it. Have you asked the Holy Spirit before to help you look for what you, are, what you lost? It's amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. The way he will suddenly direct you. At times, you are not getting the answer immediately. It's not a problem of transmission. It's a problem of reception. Mm. When your answer appears delayed, it's not a transmission problem usually. It's a problem of reception. The radio station is transmitting. They are broadcasting. It is your own device that is not picking the signal. Hallelujah. If you tune to the proper channel, you will pick the right signal. Hallelujah. Partner with the Holy Spirit. My time is gone. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that's, that's I want to bring up a scripture. Uh, let's see 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. So be intimate with him from verse 14 to 16. I read from the Amplified. But the natural, non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are fully meaningless nonsense to him. He's incapable of knowing them. Who are we describing? The natural man. The unspiritual man. You have a choice. To remain the natural man or the spiritual man. 
He's incapable of knowing them, of progressively recognizing, understanding, and becoming better acquainted with them. Why? Because they are spiritually discerned. Things of the spirit are spiritually known and estimated and appreciated. But the spiritual man, the contrast now, we're comparing the natural man with the spiritual man. But the spiritual man tries all things. Who is the spiritual man? The man in whom the spirit of God lives. You are that man. What does he do? He tries all things. What do we mean by trying all things? Let's read together. He examines, mm -hmm, investigates, uh -huh, inquires into, uh -huh, questions and discerns all things. By the time he has done all that, he has more information, more facts, more understanding at his or her disposal. Yet, is himself to be put on trial and judged by no one. He can read the meaning of everything, but no man can properly discern or appraise or get an insight into him. It's describing you. It's describing you, African society, and the problems of the African society. Problems of humanity and the problems of the human race. I remember my father telling us stories many years ago of his early days in England as a student. How that there were forces of darkness operating. And somebody warned him, an old man warned him one night and said, Son, I see you outside in the middle of the night. What are you doing? This is our territory. And he said, he said to her that he also is Omwagba. You may not catch my drift, but that's okay. Because then my father was not born again. And he was an Ijebu boy. You understand what I'm talking about? So the lady winked at him. And he also winked back. That is not winking of guys winking at uh, guys who... Don't go and winky, we can win. <laughs> Who is with me this morning? Hallelujah. So is the man that is born of the spirit. So is the man that is born of the ruach of God. Because the word spirit there means breath. And in the Hebrew is the word ruach. In the Greek is the word pneuma. So is the man that is born of the spirit. His ways cannot be known. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the man born of the spirit you can't know his ways you can't design his ways you can't decode him you, when you think he's going he's coming when you think he's coming he's going hallelujah so they think they can apprehend you is a lie if you know who you are no death will kill you until it's your turn to go that must be your confidence stand on it hallelujah until it is your turn to go the bible says now Elisha was sick of a sickness whereof he died it was time for him to he had given up. Praise the Lord. But God was not done with him. That was why his bones could still raise a dead man. Praise God. Ah, time. So partner with the Holy Spirit. Number two, pray habitually in the Spirit. Pray habitually in the Spirit. First Corinthians 14 and 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. No man understandeth him. No man understands. He's speaking, but no man understands him. Why? He's not speaking to men. Who is he speaking to? He's speaking to God. And what is he uttering? Mysteries. What are mysteries? Hidden truths. 
things that are private between him and God. Things that are beyond him, but are in the agenda of God. Remember the testimony of late Dr. Rod Roberts and how that he founded a university called Oral Roberts University and how that that university grew so large at some point the budget, the annual budget of that, universe, of that university was more than the annual budget of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Just one university. A Christian university or a Roberts university. In Tulsa. And guess what? One day an urge came upon him and he began to pray. And he was praying in the spirit for four hours. Four hours of praying in the spirit. We asked some of us to pray in the spirit. Shuka, 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 shuka. I've done it. You look at the time and say, ah, 11.02. I started at 11. 11. Upon all that I've said, 11.02. Ah, Kineo, Kineo is you. Four hours of uttering mysteries. He had no idea of what he was saying those four hours. But by the time he was done, and he began to write things down, that university was one of the things he wrote down. And see, we only know the beginning of a vision. We don't know the end. We don't know the end. We can't measure the impact. We can't measure the impact. We can't measure the impact. I learned from little things. I was at Queen School on Friday. So the, uh, the vice principal, one of the vice principals. I said, she knows me very well. I'm sure, I'm sure she loves her. Anyway, and she said, her son used to come to our church when we were in Pepsi factory. I said, oh, really? She said he was just nine years old then. I said, wow, that's good. She said she used to go to another church, but the boy would say, I want to go to that church. So they would take him, make him, help him to cross the road, and then they would begin to go to their own church. When they come back, they would pick him, you know. I said, you gave him a certificate. That is the church. Give him a certificate. Guess what? Christian Fanyak last certificate. She said, up to now, I kept that certificate for him. You know, and she said, oh, his life changed, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, by the way, so how is the young man? My thinking that he's in a 200 level or something. He said, no, he's... He settled down. He read electrical engineering. He works in Lagos. Now, if that young man should see me or any of the people that taught him during Christian Van class and is prostrating and greeting you, you say, ah, so I don't know you. And then he will now tell you, you can't measure the impact of the kingdom. You can't measure it. You can't measure it. So be the best at what God has committed into your hands. Do it with all your life. Hallelujah. You say, ah, let, when people are saying, ah, it's not a question of life and death. Maybe it's just to teach at a, or to just to serve in technical. What's, what's the, if I can't come, I can't come. No, do it as if you will die if you don't come. And let him know the weight that his walk carries in your heart. Some are so sloppy when they are given spiritual responsibility. Any responsibility in the kingdom of God is spiritual. Those looking out at the restrooms are doing a spiritual job. Hallelujah. Those watching over our cars outside are doing a spiritual job. Amen. Everything in the house of God is spiritual. Praise God. They say, go and give them microphone. You are giving them microphone. It's a spiritual job. I will never forget what, the, what Kenneth Copeland said. He said, Ororobos was ministry. Now, he was an Ororobos driver on the land and his pilot in the air. And he said, he was simply, you know, when the man is preaching, his own job will be to hold jackets. You know, jackets. The man of God is preaching, sweating, leading souls to Christ, laying hands. People are being healed. He will hold jackets. And I think a Yoruba anointing came upon Kenneth Copeland that day. Why do I say Yoruba anointing? He said, it will need be wooden. 
Because what he was doing was Beudani take the garment of somebody. Somebody is pretty and sweaty and leading souls to Christ. Your own is holding suit. He now says, hey, hey, Bami, if uh, I were to die now and assessment is done, I will say I'm the suit holder, jacket holder. That was his thinking as a man. He said, and the Spirit of God spoke to him clearly that he said, if 5,000 souls get saved at that meeting, that the part of Dr. Roberts and his own parts in the process are the same. He said, hey. So he started holding jacket joyfully. From that day, he started holding jacket joyfully. Brother Victor, play your bass guitar joyfully. Brother Clement, play your rhythm guitar joyfully. Olusha, when members of the choir are not cooperating, do it joyfully. Sweet psalmist, when Olusha is not listening to you, do it joyfully. Hallelujah. Have I mentioned anybody's name? To pray in the spirit, utter mysteries unto the Lord. Finally, take your decisions in the Holy Ghost. Take your decisions in the Holy Ghost. Take your decisions in the Holy Ghost. Every day we take decisions. In fact, they have proven to us, uh, human scientists or so, social scientists have proven to us that we take thousands of decisions every single day without you knowing it. Should I wear black? Should I wear blue? Should I wear yellow? Should I... Uh, should I cover my hair? Should I tie my hair? Should I put on wig? Should I just use my, uh, this thing? You know, women, uh, should I use this earring or that one? And in the process of deciding, at times they use one on the right and another one on the left. Has it happened to you before? Because you were... <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We men, everything is straightforward. There's no need for one on the right, one on the left. Except you want to wear two wrong halves of, of, of your pair of shoes and they will know something is wrong. Amen. That's why at times it's not good to have too many things self. Because confusion can step in when you have too many. So you wear black or blue. Someone that has only black and brown is good with his black and brown. And they have touched the keyboard. They have said, Pastor, Otito. I've had. Hallelujah. Powered by the Spirit of a living God. Let it affect your job, your career, your health, your future, your children, your grandchildren. Powered by the Spirit of God. Let them know daddy is a man of the Spirit. Mommy is a man of the Spirit. She picks the phone and she tells you something about you. And you say, ah, are you here with us? Has that happened to you before? Ah, Pastor, how did you know that? Powered by the Spirit of God. That was what we were just discussing before you came in. Powered by the Spirit of God. Can we be the people of God's spirit and live more from inside to outside? Don't live from outside to inside. Shall we please rise? Please let's rise. Give him praise for his word. Exalt his name because he's faithful. The Lord is his name. is holy and true. And release yourself to the Holy Spirit afresh this morning and say, Holy Spirit of God, from now I'm changing gear. From now, I enter into a shift. No more will I be regulated by the natural and the physical and things around me. Lord, I, I, I will regulate things around me with your spirit who is in me, with your spirit who lives in me. Somebody is here, no more losses. I want to declare to you by the spirit of God, no more losses. You suffered enough losses, no more losses. 
No, more, no physical losses, no human losses, no business losses, no, no financial losses, no material losses, no more losses. Somebody's here, no more losses. I put a cap on losses in your life. Now, whereas there have been losses, it's the beginning of gains. So from now, addition, after addition, after addition, after addition. From now, increase, after increase, after increase, after increase. From now, favor, after favor, after favor, after favor. Our children, our children, our children i remember our children our children our children distinction and excellence and merit and honor for our children favor and honors and recognitions for our children open doors open doors for our children wherever they are scholarships scholarships this word of distinction upon our children wherever they are jobs looking for them jobs looking for them wherever they are doors opening for them wherever they are Delays. I cost the root of delays over our children. No more delays. No more delays. Can you give him praise? As you speak the power of God to your body, release the power of the Holy Spirit upon your body. Whether you are sick or not, release the power of the Holy Ghost from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Lord, I release the power of the Holy Spirit from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I ask for every cell, every tissue, every organ in my body to receive the charge, <laughs> the charge of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please look at me for a second. Whenever you plug your phone into the power source to charge your phone batteries. Do you hear the verb I used to charge? There is a charge, an electric charge that flows into the device to boost your battery power. It's a charge. It's tangible. So when I say pray for yourself and I say command every cell because our bodies are made up of cells. Command every cell to receive a charge. That is the charge, power charge. I hope you know that the power of God at times is like electricity. <laughs> you don't see electricity, but you see what it works. You see what it does. When electricity is leaking and there's a leakage of current somewhere, you don't see it. <laughs> but to know it, touch it. You look ordinary, they don't see it. But then they move near you, touch it, then they will know, but ah! mistake in you pray for yourself every cell every tissue every organ every system in your body that the power of the Holy Ghost shall come upon you Lord let the power of the Holy Ghost charge up every cell every tissue every organ every muscle every bone every system in my body the charge of the Holy Spirit the charge of the Holy Spirit. No malfunction. No disorder. Yeah, no growth. No inflammation. No weakness. Yes, no, no malfunction. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Jesus. The charge of the Holy Ghost is upon, upon my mind. Upon my intellect, my will, my emotions. Upon the center of my worship. Uh, intuition and conscience. Uh, upon every function of Mr. Naidadi in my body. The power of the Holy Ghost speaks and powers me. Hallelujah. Fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. <laughs> ideas. Ideas rule the world. 
Ideas rule the world. Fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. Insights, concepts, and ideas. Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Let there be a release of ideas, insights, concepts of the Holy Ghost for your people to walk in dominion. Let there be a release of insights, concepts, and ideas inspired by the Holy Ghost for dominion. In your area, in your field, you'll be known. In your area, in your field, you will stand out. No more will you be hidden. The Lord places you on a hill. You become the sign of all eyes to display and demonstrate the glory of Jehovah. In the name of Jesus. Somebody said the blood speaks over my life. The blood speaks concerning me. The blood speaks into my future. The blood speaks over my spouse, my children, my grandchildren, and all that is ours. The blood speaks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. You may be seated. I'm done. You haven't up till now. All eyes shut, all heads bowed. You haven't up till now given your heart to Jesus. Up till now. How do you connect with the power source? How do you connect with the spirit of power? How do you connect with the spirit of power? Somebody you are here. You're not married. You're a lady. Ordinarily, your mates are married. Ordinarily, you should be married. I'm describing you, but you're not even born again. Let's start from the basics. Let's start where we should start this from. You are saying today, I'm ready to give my life to Jesus. Just raise up your right hand. Just raise up your right hand and I will pray for you. I will pray for you. Nobody's looking at you. All eyes are shut. If you're raising the hand, raise it well so that I will know who I'm to pray for. If you're raising the hand, raise it well. Are you raising the hand? That eye is closed. I said all eyes shut up on the gallery. Makes no difference whether you are male or female. Makes no difference. Whether you are boy or girl. But it makes a lot of difference. Whether you know Jesus. Or whether you are known by Jesus. If you want to rededicate your heart to Jesus. Just stand to your feet. I can't force you. The Lord can't force us. But if you want to say. If you are saying. I want to rededicate my heart to the Lord. Then stand and I will pray for you. Up on the gallery here. I don't see anybody. Okay.